0: So let's get into these last few definitions. Escaping is an act or instance of escaping, such as a flight from confinement, evasion of something undesirable, and distraction or relief from routine or reality. And I have to be honest that I found myself over the last 330 some odd days doing some escaping. Some of the escaping that some of the escaping practices that I engaged in were like baking or like cooking meals that I may not normally cook. Like maybe being a little bit fancier (laughs) with um, the stuff that I was cooking or sometimes even what we might call comfort food. Like I might make macaroni and cheese like baked macaroni and cheese maybe like once or twice a year. That's just not really my thing to make all the time. Um, But I found myself making it more than that over the last 330 days. Um, so I don't know if you had any thoughts about that escaping, Pastor Mitchell?
1: Absolutely. Um, and the question that comes to my mind is how many of you that are listening this week, how many scholars at Tacoma Academy are escape artists? And are you even aware of whether you are not? And one of the ways I can say you can tell is if you have a electronic device, whatever that may be, look at your screw your, uh, what is it, your watch time, your screen time, and that will often determine if you are an escapist. We spend often time hours on our phone, surfing, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube YouTube videos, and we might not think of it, but that's a form of escaping. We're just getting caught up in an alternative world and enjoying it, whether we're looking at recipes or the latest dance, or the latest music, listening to the latest music, the latest fashion. So um, that, that's one of the ways I think that a lot of us just escape. And I don't, I'm not even sure that we're even conscious of it. But we should look at the amount of screen time we utilize to kind of assess if, we have, if we're escape artists. And then I think about the fact of the things that you said. And then I think about when we're just trying to avoid something. Uh, I think a lot of us know that psychology is powerful. And sometimes we say things that just aren't true. Like for example, growing up again, we would hear sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, we know that certainly is not true. Words hurt, ouch, they hurt. And when someone says the wrong thing or even the right thing the wrong way, it's hurtful and it's painful. And it could just take us to a really dark and un- unfavorable place. And so the point I'm making when it comes to the power of psychology is we should be mindful of our words and how they uh, impact, lest we um, send someone running and needing to escape from us, because, you know we were not kind, we were not thoughtful in our words. And so I think we need to be, you know mindful of when we're not dealing with something. And the last thing I wanted to share, particularly on this point, another psychological term that really isn't true that we often say is fake it till you make it. This sounds cute. It sounds cool. But I'm going to say that from a psychological standpoint, is not true. Um, I understand the intent of what it means, fake it till you make it, kind of, you know, hold on until you tr- kind of figure something out. But the much healthier term is face it until you make it, continue to fr- confront whatever you're dealing with like for example if you don't if you have a fear of public speaking guess what your ability to speak better publicly never goes away until you keep working at it and practicing it and getting better and the other component that's really important psychologically it's not fake it till you make it it's face it till you make it or faith it till you make it sometimes we're overwhelmed by something and the only real hope we have To stop being an escape artist is to pray and talk to a God who's in control, who knows the beginning from the end, who is the author and finisher. Listen to this. This is the PowerPoint. And the PowerPoint is, and I love this about the Bible, the Bible tells us in Romans that God works in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. So as people of faith, Or just as a human being, if you're willing to allow God to work through you, the Bible promises if you cooperate and collaborate, God would help you to do anything that you need to do. Why? Because he's willing to work through you. And so what is the answer to escaping? I would say one of the solutions is uh, tapping into God who's willing to help us to deal with whatever we are facing. And so face it till you make it or faith it till you make it and you will not what? have to escape?
2: Um, one escape that I caught myself doing a lot, and I still do a lot, um, is I think a lot of other people do it as well. Um, if anyone has heard of the game Minecraft, a lot of people play it now that they're uh, now that they in quarantine, they have nothing else to do. It's just a game um, where you can just pretty much do anything, just build stuff. That's what I do, pretty much. And um, certain consoles, you can just play with your friends. And I found it really common. That was one of my escapes.
1: Yeah, Madeline made me remember something. That This is a a difficult dynamic. I don't want to trivialize anyone's pain when it comes to escaping, because the PowerPoint that Madeline made is that living in a pandemic, we don't have as many options that we had before. And so using video games, if we're a gamer or just you know YouTubing or the like, it really is a kind of an outlet. And I know for my sons, when I'm hearing them gaming, they're gaming with their friends and they're talking. And so for me, there's an allowance because it's part of how we now socialize within the context of the 21st century living through a pandemic. Again, the caution for me is just being mindful of how long we're on and maybe setting an alarm so that we stop at a certain point and then at least take a little break maybe before we return so that we're maintaining some balance within our daily lifestyles.
0: That's good, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your truth, Madeline. When
3: Chaplain Burgess was talking about escaping and when she mentioned cooking, I thought about how I bake. Um, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but I bake quite, quite often. Um, Usually once a week, maybe twice a week, depending on if someone like asked me to make something for them. But I've found myself recently, whenever I'm like stressed, or whatever, or I just don't want to do something, or I'm under a time crunch, or whatever. I just okay, let me just let me just go bake something. Let me just let me me distract myself for a little for a little bit. Because this is that it's it's my way of escaping, I guess. And I think it's important to realize that Yeah, you know, everyone has their own like escape mechanisms and just ways they can detach from reality, I guess. But there's, it's, it's, it's also important to know when you're doing something to because you enjoy it or whether you're doing something because you want to escape from what's going on or you want to detach yourself from real life. And you saying that really just put that into perspective for me because it's, it's something that I do really, really often. And half the time I'm baking, I'm just baking just to bake. I'm not baking because I want to make something. I'm baking because it's just a stress reliever. And then we're just stuck with all these cookies or whatever I made. I'm just like, well, I don't want them. What do I do? What do I do? I just did this for what? So that just, that just came to mind for me.
1: Well, Ayana, that was a real PowerPoint. I love that uh, you called us to think about and recognize that escaping is not, again, it's not always a negative thing and that it's a, it can be a positive way to occupy ourselves. And um, next time you do all that baking with the cookies, just let a brother know, and I'll see if your parents allow us to meet up and I, we can, you can share those blessings or you can give them to your neighbors or what have you, that sort of thing. Glad to know we have some bakers on this podcast.
2: Okay, so I think a lot of people have said some of my escape routes already. And I think like my phone and my computer, are more, like, when I'm thinking about it right now, I feel like it's more of an escape than I thought about before. Because just looking at my screen time, it's like, I understand I have stuff to do on my phone for, like, school sometimes. And, like, just throughout the day looking up stuff. And it's just the screen time is not adding up to what I actually need to do, like, it's more of, like, what I want to do, you know, and, like, being on TikTok, being on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, sometimes I find myself, like, I don't even post on social media barely anymore, and I just go on there, like, just opening the app just makes me feel okay, like, I'll just go on the app, see if anyone... Post anything not even see if anyone posted anything, like I would just open the app right when I open my phone and then just go out and do something else, and it's just kind of weird. But also, I watch shows sometimes, like in my free time, like right now, my show is a different world. And I remember the other day when I was doing, I wasn't doing anything, so I was like, okay, let me do something. I watched like 18 episodes and I have no idea where the time went But I just want to keep watching because it's a good show. So I just I kept on watching and kept on watching and I find myself doing that sometimes when I have time and another escape I guess could also be like um, I Forgot what I was gonna say. Oh it's kind of like a productive escape at the same time. I don't know how to describe it, but when I'm not doing my schoolwork or something, or when I'm supposed to be doing schoolwork, I'm like, no. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna plan, and that means like for me, like I want to be an entrepreneur, right? And like I want to like do a couple other things in life. So I'll literally sit down and plan like my life or plan for that business or plan, whatever. And like, it can be productive at times, but it's like, I kind of avoid doing things that I need to do. Like if I have a project, I will go and plan my business if I have a project. And it's kind of like, I want that to be my reality rather than what's going on now. So yeah.
0: Wow, y'all are some truth slayers up in here this week. Y'all are like, y'all just are giving me all kinds of life. Jaden, looks like Jaden, Carrie, and Kenna, and Shiloh. Y'all have stuff to say too. Just jump on in there.
1: You know, when you were reading the definition of escaping earlier, it had multiple definitions. Some were physical, some were mental. And I think some acts of escapism can be both. Like for some people, if you have a lot of work to do, people like to go on a walk. So it's clearing up your mind, but also you're physically away from what you have to do. I know one of my forms is driving, especially if I have a lot of stuff I need to do, I'll find one item I need to pick up at Target and then drive to the one that's all the way across town and then take the most roundabout way back just because I don't have to think about much when I'm doing it.
4: Okay, so a lot of people were listing ways that they escape and the question I asked myself to figure this question, well to enter this question was, what do i do excessively that i could change and what i found was i sleep a lot like fridays i'm you guys will not see me until probably 12 or after and on i guess days where i don't have a class um i ask myself like you should be productive and like prepare for the class or like the last class that had homework like you should you know, you should be productive or you should, you know, use your time, wisely. Like, I could pray now or I could read now. Um, But I'm just like, "Mm, mm," I choose my bed. And um, I found that, like, my room is, like, I guess my safe haven, like the place where I feel most comfortable. And um, I'll go downstairs because i would be like, oh, I need to interact with my family. But then as soon as I hear, like, noise or like a toy clatter on the floor i'm like right back in my room and last week when we had the snow day i was i was literally in my bed the whole day and i didn't go like out of my room till like it was like late and um i was like oh you guys are still here like they're at are other like five people in my house but something it helps me um like think less because i overthink a lot And it's a way that I can just, I guess, relax and, like, recharge. And um, I know there's, like, other ways. Like, I like to write as well. That's another way that I can escape, per se. But the way that I use most often is just sleeping or just sitting in my room.
1: Wow. I know there's a couple of hands, but I have to jump in here just really quickly. uh, Chaplain Burgess and I spent a lot of time preparing, addressing this issue of sleep. Because when you all responded to the survey, this was one of the ways a lot of you identified with how you cope or how you manage and how you deal and how you endure. And so um, Shiloh, thank you for being so honest and transparent and acknowledging that you know that honestly you can probably balance your time a little better. But thank you for giving us a real clear and clean look on how a lot of us often may escape